Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's Wednesday Wisdom guest. But first, we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, a global community of women in high school sports, We Coach, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. These are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now, hey, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We're going to give our sponsors a shout out. These are all great companies that I used as an athletic director or as a head coach. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids at their highest level. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. Their products are tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com today. Schedule that live web demo. We also want to say thanks to Home Campus. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was a lifesaver. And the Home Campus staff was great to work with, too. For more information on how you can get signed up with Home Campus, just go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Uh, check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school records, your school's Hall of Fame, or just tell more compelling stories and showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. It also offers you more, more support, more security, and more customization. Hometown Ticketing is there for you. And once you become a hometown uh, client, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com to get started. We want to thank all the folks at Snap Mobile for their support. Go to snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraiser, stop right there. Snapraise is hands down the best fundraiser out there, but there's a lot more. Snap Connect, Snap Store, Snap Manage. You can find it all at snapraise.com. Dot com. That's snapraise.com. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution 
for the Educational AD Podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to start creating professional quality graphics for your school's social media channel. Promote your program, celebrate your teams, and showcase your athletes all with Gipper. Gipper's used and trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs, high schools and colleges across the United States. And it's so easy, even I can use it. Find out more at Gipper.com. Mention the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount too. That's Gipper.com. We want to thank District 1. Go to district1.com, that's W-O-N, and you're going to feel like you've won when you see their custom uniforms, their on-time delivery, and their one-at-a-time replacement program. You're never going to have to order a full set of uniforms again when you just need one or two replacement pieces. Go to district1.com, click on the team gear button, and you'll get a free quote. That's district1.com. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys connects you with the 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey for your school that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We've got one of our good friends, Dr. Jen Gellick. Uh, those of you that have listened uh, know Jen. She was uh, on the podcast. Now she's part of our Wednesday Wisdom team. Got a tremendous uh, background. She was a college athlete. She's a coach, a university professor. Uh, now she's a, a very successful author, a consultant. She also hosts her own podcast. Uh, and she's here to, today to share some more wisdom with us. So Jen Gellick, welcome back to Wednesday Wisdom. Great. Thanks for having me back, Jake. And I'm really excited to have a little bit of a dialogue today about a topic that I is very uh, prevalent in my own life and my own experience. And then I wrote a whole dissertation on the topic of burnout. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Well, again, you and I talked a little bit before we came on. Uh, you're currently, you know, you're traveling in the United States. You know, the book uh, is come, has just come out, you know, a big book tour. But we appreciate you taking some time to share with us today. So uh, burnout's one of those topics that uh, ADs talk about. Uh, I don't know how good we are at doing things to prevent it. So anything you can share today yeah. is definitely going to be great. Great. Yeah. And that's, that's def definitely what I'm going to chat with the audience about and definitely want anyone listening. When I talk about burnout, I definitely know it's a word that's like overused and we just throw it around. And the opposite of burnout is being fully engaged with your work. So I kind of want us to use some positive psychology and think about it from, uh, am I really fully engaged with the work that I'm doing? And if not, then we might be headed towards burnout. So I actually want to start today with a poem. So those of you might who have learned heard my previous episodes, writing and poetry is a huge part of my life um, and the inner work that I do. And this is a poem that was published in a book that 
um, I kind of came out with this summer. I think most will call me crazy. Too privileged for my own good, a PhD thrown out on the street, starting over on new dreams. Still holding on to so much shame for deciding to leave, but it's been lingering in my heart's chambers for years. I was headed towards burnout, beginning to depersonalize others, struggling to dethrone this heavy weight off my shoulders, unsure if I was even qualified anymore. Seeking the feeling of freedom, just wanting to breathe again. All along, there was a new truth emerging and I couldn't ignore it any longer. My soul mission, alive and in living color, waiting for me and calling me forward. So that is a poem that I wrote that really helped me in my inner world understand what was happening in my external world. I have been using writing and poetry as a tool to really understand kind of my own journey. Um, but today I want to focus on you, the listener. And I know I had, um, when I talked about burnout in that poem, my whole dissertation I actually wrote about job burnout and why individuals who work with college athletes and student athlete services are leaving the profession at a high rate. And it did become a self-fulfilling prophecy for me, but that's a story for another day. I really want to talk about some of the research and how we can think about burnout in a holistic way in the workplace. So I, um, my <laughs> dissertation, I, it was published in 2019. And one of the first articles coming from that piece actually was published this past week in the Journal of Issues and in Intercollegiate Athletics, which I'm very excited about. It's actually an open source journal, which is exciting for you as a listener. You can go there and download it yourself, or you can reach out to me and I'd be glad to send it to you. Um, and uh, we can connect on that. Uh, and as I said, the opposite of burnout is actually being engaged with your work and enjoying the work that you do. So when we think about being engaged with our work, and if we're not, how burnout manifests itself, there's three ways it manifests itself and that I measured when I was going through my dissertation. The first one is being emotionally exhausted or just feeling depleted of energy at the end of the workday. The second one is feeling of depersonalization and almost like we're dehumanizing or detaching from the people that we're working with or serving. And we become detached from there, that personalization, that feeling. And the lastly, um, the th third way it kind of manifests itself is when we don't feel like we're good enough. We're coming from a very lack mentality. We don't really feel worthy or justified and have a high e efficacy in the work that we're doing or confidence. It's okay to have bad days, right? Sometimes we can have really long days, especially those of you who are ADs and coaches, and we can be exhausted, right? But when these signs and symptoms are showing up over time in a chronic way, that's when we want to start thinking about work engagement and burnout because, yes, we can have bad days where we totally mess up on a project and we're not feeling very confident. And But if those days are happening over and over and over again and that internal dialogue is like, I can't make it through this day anymore, it's something that you really want to think about and be addressing Um from an AD, uh, from your personal health first, um, but then also with those that you're serving. So we really want to make, I want the listener to think about yourself today, first and foremost. And then if you are serving others, how you can show up for others. So I actually want to invite us to join in a little writing exercise today. Um, as I was going through creating what I wanted to talk about, I'm a teacher first and foremost. So 
Um, there's kind of six ways that I measured in my dissertation It's one of the most valid and reliable scales out there to measure job burnout in the workplace. And there's these six factors, how much control I have over the work that I'm doing, the community and the people that I'm working with. How do I feel about how much compensation I'm getting for the work that I'm doing? How well do I feel like I'm being recognized? How fairly do I feel like I'm being treated? What are the values of mine and do they align with the organization? And then how much workload do I have and do I feel like that's in right relationship? So basically when something leads us towards burnout in those six areas is like we feel this misalignment or this incongruency with how we perceive those six areas and what's actually happening. Um, and I know as ADs, we can maybe invite you to, again, first and foremost, evaluate this for yourself and then check in, like, can I help my coaches or them understand these six er different areas? And they might need some new things or might need to have some creative solution conversations, which I'll address at the end. But I invite you, if you're listening and you're not driving, what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer you six different writing prompts. And I want you to just pause the pause us talking, Jake and I, right now. Do a little bit of what I call stream of consciousness writing, or also called automatic writing. I just want you to dump out what's ever in your head onto the piece of paper without any judgment. There are no right or wrong answers. I know we like to have right or wrong answers, but the purpose is to tap into a different brain, like brain wavelength so that we can tap into our subconscious mind where a lot of our data and our beliefs are held. So even on surface level, you're, you might be having a conversation with your principal as an AD about, do you feel like there's too much on your plate? And you're like, no, no, no. But when you do this writing exercise, you might find below the surface, yeah, there might be a little bit too much on your plate. So here are the six writing prompts. Take a second and just pause after each one. Um, and I'll kind of number them as we go along. So the first one, how do I feel about how much autonomy I have in the workplace and the work that I do? Number two, how do I feel about the community of people that I work with? Number three, how do I feel about how much I am, how much I am compensated for in the work that I do? Number four, how do I feel about how I am recognized and valued for the work that I do? Number five, how do I feel about how fairly I am treated in the workplace? And I think we're on number six. <laughs> I don't think I mixed any, yeah. How do I feel about how much workload I have to accomplish in the allotted time I have to get it done? So those are some questions that I would love for you to reflect on. Take like 30 minutes of your day, maybe tomorrow morning or while you're listening to this and just use a stream of consciousness and see what data comes out of your brain there. Again, from a non-judgmental place, just letting your pen flow and just really notice where you might have some misalignment. So what you're going to do, so I'm a researcher. Now you have all of this data in front of you. Hopefully you have a few pages of data. What I want you to do is I either want you to color code, grab two different colors, or you can go back with circles and squares. And I want you to circle all of the positive emotions or put in green any positive things you found. And then 
either red or a square kind of highlight any of these negative emotions or feelings or things that are showing up. And if there is a lot of red happening on your paper, right, this is signaling to us there might be some misalignment. Now, I'm not saying you need to go tell everyone you're having burnout or you're, <laughs> you're ready to quit your job. It's just something that, oh, it's bringing awareness to these areas. Sometimes we're not even aware that these things are happening. And what we can do is now try to find some creative solutions to the place that we're already in. So for example, let's just say you wrote down, and I know this is for a lot of us who work in the sport industry, right? Workload kind of signaled this misalignment. I have a lot on my plate. I'm working these, I'm getting early in the morning to open the gym and I'm staying late to then take tickets and run the concession stand and do all of these things. And then after a whole season, right? I'm feeling this kind of emotional exhaustion or leading towards burnout. So I want you to then find some creative solutions or some guidelines or some boundaries that we can start to put in place to redirect you on a better path for yourself. And this is going to look different for everyone based on the resources you have at your school, the support you have in terms of resources from the coaches you have, from if you have any assistant ADs, but what are some ways that we can build in some more healthy relationships with the work that you are doing? And in between your high workloads, are there ways that you can distribute that workload to maybe we need, maybe we can hire some or just ask for some volunteers of student athletes who are outside of season, right? Or we can ask our AD if we can hire some outside people if we have enough resources to help us on certain game days or ask some of the coaches who are not in season to help us out in certain areas. So how can we take all this workload off our backs? Because I know we like to do it all. Maybe distribute some of that workload. Or if that is not an option, how do we make sure we rest outside of work hours so that our workload does not come home to work with us and set some really clear boundaries of not answering phone calls and texts, which was something that I had a hard time with when I was working in college athletics with athletes and coaches who wanted to know about certain tests and taking them on the road and things like that, right? But if we can clearly communicate with the people in our lives and have these certain guidelines and expectations up front, we don't want to say, I don't answer text messages. More of like, oh, I would like to let all let you know I don't answer text messages after I leave the building for the day, right? So it's just really being clear and concise with some of the way we're communicating and to find, you know, more balance within these different areas that you journaled on. So it's going to look different for everyone, but I invite you to have some creative solutions, maybe even bring in your principal or the people you work with, your coaches to say, hey, you could even do this exercise with them. Say, where are we misaligned with each other, with ourselves, and what are some things we can do to kind of shift back into a more right relationship with the work that we do have? So at the end of the day, we can be more engaged at work and show up more happy and fulfilled both in and our workplace, which will tip over into our personal lives. So that is my Wednesday wisdom for us all today about work engagement and how to kind of start becoming more self-aware um, so that we can avoid the chronic stress and burnout that I ended up in um, a little too late and ended up burning out my nervous system. Um, 
and had to find my way back through doing activities just like this one. Guys, Jen, you probably noticed me scribbling down notes uh, <laughs> as you were presenting. Great stuff. Uh, the last couple of years, I was an athletic director before I retired by choice. Thank goodness it wasn't burnout. Um, I actually, uh, you know, and again, our school, we did a lot of stuff with this idea of engagement, you know, for the teachers, yeah. the coaches, for everybody. So, uh, again, absolutely. Uh, uh, our our uh, leaders, if you will, our board and our, our head of school uh, division heads, they recognize that engaged uh, employees are much more productive and they're, yes. they're not burning out. So they were taking those proactive steps. It was, and it was really kind of cool to be involved in that. Uh, just, you know, again, my own two cents, I'm curious to see what you would say of those six writing prompts, you know, I would say not in a particular order, but uh, the people you work with your community uh, feeling valued, uh, and then maybe I'll throw in fair treatment. I think those are probably much more important than, you know, just picking out one, you know, the compensation, you know, yeah, we got to live, you know, we got to get paid for what we do, but, um, you know, you can get paid a lot and still be miserable, uh, at, at what you do. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I, I know you're in the middle of this uh, book tour and I want to give you a chance to talk about the book, uh, you know, real quickly, you know, what's the name of the book, where can our listeners find it? And also uh, you've got a brand new podcast going. So tell us about that. Yeah. So my book is something I like to call a thematic memoir. Uh, everyone's like, you're too young to write a memoir, but I felt like this was a nice tipping point and transition in my life to kind of summarize how I have got to where I have gotten to in kind of my personal journey uh, as a leader. And it is mostly a book of poetry. It houses a book of poetry, but it also has short stories in there. And it's called Half of Me, An Inward Journey Back Home to Wholeness. And not only does it tell my story, but it actually invites the reader through journaling prompts. I have some journaling prompts in there. I also have some mindful coloring exercises in there. Um, but it really is to invite the reader into their own story, into their own inward journey, just so we can be, become more self-aware. I use poetry as a tool, first of all, to become self-aware in my patterns, behaviors, so that I can shift them to find self-acceptance. There was a lot of patterns and behaviors throughout my 20s, right, that you know, were leading me into my 30s that caused me to burn out. So I had to shift. So I had to accept that about myself. And then once we become aware, we accept, we can actually begin to become self-actualized, which means live in the way we want to live and like our truest essence. So that's kind of like a three-step framework of why I use poetry and what the book kind of explores. And then the podcast, I started with my good friend, Nikki Kett, who is a life coach for athlete-minded women. You might've seen her out there on the internet, but she works um, a lot with former athletes and current coaches in, in the college athletics world. And our our podcast title is Sports Bras, Jock Straps, and Crystals. And it explores the intersection of sport, spirituality, leadership, and business, because both of us are very um, interested in the spirituality side of things. Um, and we were just like looking for confirmation. Nikki said, we were like, we came up with this idea. We're like, is anyone going to listen? We're both interested in this. And then she ran into a college athlete, a soccer player who plays at Eckerd. And she, she, they were just having a conversation and the, and the 
um, girl told her that the, uh, she was running one day at practice in a sports bra or a crystal. She was wearing crystals and it dropped out of her sports bra. And we were like, okay, this confirms that there are other people out there who are interested in this intersection of sport and spirituality. And it's also just like live an optimized life. And that's a lot of what we talk about. Like we talked about embodied leadership this past week on our podcast and what it means to like live your values and your purpose. So I think a lot of your listeners, Jake here might resonate with some of the things we're talking about over there as well. Yeah. I, I saw the title of that episode, embodied leadership, uh, sports bras, jock straps, and crystals. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jan, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out directly and pick your brain, cause I know you do a lot of consulting, uh, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Yes. So the best way is probably through my email, which is inwardathlete at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and at inwardathlete or my personal Instagram, which is Jennifer underscore my last name, G-E-L-L-O-C-K. And those are probably the best direct ways to get in contact with me. And yeah, I do do some consultation with if, if you liked this exercise, I can work with a lot of different populations. So um, I like to tailor my workshops or my speaking engagements to the audience. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in bringing me in, I can do it directly with you and your coaches or can work with athletes. Um, and we can explore a lot of different themes from different types of leadership, um, purpose, identity, understanding transferable skills we have as athletes and former athletes, and then really how to just like live an optimized life in all areas of our lives. So that's what I'm about. And that's what I love to talk about. Well, thanks again for um, coming back on Wednesday Wisdom. Always great to spend some time with you. Continued success with your book tour and the book and all the things that you're doing. And uh, hope you have a great summer. Thank you. You too, Jake. Hey, for our listeners, uh, we do this just about every week, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back next Wednesday for more Wednesday wisdom and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Always great to spend time with Dr. Jen Gellick. Uh, take advantage, go to her website, you know, check out Inward Athlete. Before we go, we do want to give our sponsors uh, one more shout out. You've heard me say it before. They're all great companies. I used them as an athletic director or as a coach. You should be using them too. Here we go. Uh, athleticsurveys.com. If you're not using a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Huddle.com. Um, as a coach, it was great. As an AD, it was even better. Our coaches just loved it. Go to huddle.com to find out how your school can become a huddle school. Vitalsignswalloffame.com. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your record boards or your Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Gipper.com is our official social media solution uh, for the podcast. Um, it is so easy to use and it's so impactful to your program. Your kids are on social media and Gipper allows you to create professional looking uh, media releases. Go to Gipper.com to check it out. Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. 
they not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Uh, we had a sideline interactive indoor score table in our gym. It's just great. It's still great. Uh, Snap Mobile is the company. Snap Raise is the uh, website. Snapraise.com. Uh, if you're looking for a fundraiser, stop. If you're looking for more, keep going. Snap Raise has it. Uh, Home Campus is the uh, official uh, high school association and athlete eligibility and clearance platform for our podcast. I use Home Campus every single day when I was an athlete, uh, athletic director, and it was just great. Go to homecampus.com for more information. Uh, District 1, W-O-N, custom uniforms, on-time shipping, and one-at-a-time replacements. Go to district1.com. And hometown ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Uh, go to hometownticketing.com for more information. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Wednesday Wisdom. We'll see you next time on the Educational ED Podcast. Mm -hmm.